0: Hello and welcome to season six episode one we're on to a new season uh, with this episode so yeah season six episode one of the marketing matters podcast and before we get into the the weather which is quite interesting today actually uh, so I will just welcome our podcaster fellow podcaster David so hi David hi there and yeah, as we were just so we were just talking to somebody who's setting off on a flight to Sweden, and we were just saying on the that we're probably glad we're not him because, and I'm also very glad I'm on the third floor of Glossop Gasworks at the moment because it's quite wet and windy out there. But I think it might be for, which is it? It's Storm. It's not, it, they're giving it
1: a name yet? Yeah, Storm Eunice is the one that's coming shortly, but this is Storm something beginning with D. I right. can't remember
0: what. Yeah, so, but I'm sure it will pass, and it's, to be honest, it's been raining here for about the last two weeks, so I can hardly notice. Anyway, on to the matter in hand, as we've been sort of trailing over the last, Couple of episodes this season. We're going to look at some of the tools that we use in our job, and part of the reason for this is I think sometimes sort of web marketing and this sort of thing is is seen as a bit of smoke and mirrors. I've heard it described as, and I think we just wanted to sort of have a glimpse behind the curtain and talk a little bit about some of the things that we use because. If I'm being perfectly honest, it isn't rocket science. And actually, if you've got the right tools, most of these jobs uh, are relatively non-technical. So, yeah, so we're going to look at some of the tools from the things we use for websites, but also going beyond marketing to look at things, some of the things we use for accounting and for our telephone systems and, yeah, back into the sort of sort of email and the like. So, David, what are what your thoughts on how important tools are, having the right tools for a job?
1: I, I think in running a business in these days, you... In most instances, you cannot run a business without sort of what I would call technical tools, technical support, technical stuff to help you do it. But I think it's um, a key thing as, as we are surrounded by technology these days is it's easy to get things backwards and start thinking that the tool is the be all and end all of everything mm. where actually it is only a, a means of achieving something and I think there are a lot of people who sell tools and, and applications and software and services as the best thing since sliced bread and as we'll, we'll talk about over this, this series that there are some great tools that provide some great uh, support to running your business. It's still your business that you're running and they're helping you do it they're not doing it for you and i think the problem is that that people will think oh what i need to do is focus on getting the right tool without really thinking why it is they want it so it's crucial that you don't get sort of sidetracked into thinking i'm using this tool because uh, i'm going to get this tool because it's going to be great without really understanding what it is you want to achieve with it
0: Yeah. And I think the other thing that often is is thought about is that the tools that you use that we that we use as sort of uh, specialist marketers are a expensive and b quite complicated to use and I think that's perhaps something we want to knock on the head because actually many of the tools or some of the tools that we use are free most of them are not hugely expensive some of them are and some of them obviously the fact that we have we get a lot of use out of them makes them cost effective but in the most cases they're not particularly expensive and they're not particularly particularly technical and I think anybody who has a desire to sort of get involved and do these things themselves they're perfectly doable
1: I think I think you've got to be a little bit careful there because some people are more technically inclined than others and I think we are uh, by default fairly technically inclined anyway but I think it's about it's Again, it's about what it is you're trying to achieve that uh, I would say in general, if you have a, a job that you're planning to do yourself and it's something that you'll be doing regularly, then it's worth putting the time and effort into getting to learn how to use a particular tool or particular piece of mm. software or whatever because you're going to get value out of it but but equally there's no point in in learning how to use something if you're going to use it once and then not use it for months and by the time you come back to it you've, you've forgotten how to use it because I think although you say there a lot of the modern stuff it's not that complicated and it is it can be fairly intuitive it's not true to say that it's it's completely intuitive, no, that that, that these things all do require some focus and some effort to, to learn how to use them and how to get real value out of them. And so, again, it's understanding there is a, a dividing line between at what point it's worth investing in the tool and learning how to use it, and so that's how you're going to get maximum long-term value. And, and on the other side, recognising that actually maybe you're, you're better off buying in the, the skills to achieve what you want to achieve because it's more of a one-off mm. and 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 not bothering to try and learn it just go for somebody who already knows it because yeah. they they can do a better job more quickly and more cost effectively and it's certainly that's very much part of our whole philosophy is that if we think that it's it's something that a client is better off learning and, and understanding how to do it themselves then then we would rather encourage them to and support them in doing that whereas Conversely, if it's something that's a one-off and we know how to do it and they don't, then maybe it's better that that we do it for them.
0: And it doesn't have to be an either-or, does it? I mean, sometimes we have circumstances where clients will work on things themselves and use the tools themselves up to a point, at which point where where it gets to a point where it's sort of outside their comfort zone, they can come in and sort of shout help and we'll we'll come in and, and so it's about as you say it's about finding the most appropriate use of resources if it's something you're doing every day you should be able to do it yourself you shouldn't have to be coming and asking somebody else to do it but where it gets more technical you shouldn't have to spend hours learning things when you can very quickly ask somebody to do it for you so it's about it's that balance and I think traditionally as a marketer you think of things like Website development and management, email hosting, those things. But actually, we want to go a bit beyond that and talk a little bit about some of the other tools we use, particularly around the sort of the telecoms and accounting areas. Because actually, nowadays, because of a lot of them are sort of quite integrated, there is quite a lot of marketing benefit you can get out of your accounting package or your uh, your telecoms package if you choose the right one and know how to use it. So as i say this hopefully just a bit of a quick introduction to what we're going to be talking about and to give you a bit more more detail uh, we're going to talk about as i say uh, web and hosting where we'll we tend to use wordpress which i think most people have heard of and a, a tool called elementor which is for sort of designing and developing websites which is is very good and very powerful and then onto email the different there are lots of different options for email and different aspects of email around whether you're using it for marketing or whether you're using it for uh, just your business communications and we'll talk about the different aspects there but then onto accounting and the one we use is a, a package called Xero. Which again has its online and has some great great tools and David's by far the uh, the expert on that so I think he might be taking yeah the-
1: I, I think I mean we know most about zero but I think I'll, I'll open it up a bit and it's the, it's the whole concept of uh, of cloud accounting yeah. and and I think that. that- comes back on another point that you were just touched on earlier and that's we were saying about how a lot of these tools particularly in a small business there are because everything cross-fertilizes so much that even though they may not be overtly a marketing tool that the fact that you've got Flexible access to them, they can give you marketing benefit. But I will go a step further, and certainly something we found over uh, over the last year or two, and that is that a lot of these tools, because they tend to be web-based or have web-based, internet-based elements, they give you a lot more flexibility in terms of how you can use them, where you can access them, mm. and such that you you don't have to be in the office to do to do work, mm. and and so that opens up a whole range of opportunities in terms of kind of quality of life. Mm. Um, mm. That uh, I think it, it it's something that the pandemic in the past two years have, have kind of forced on people that they have had to find different ways to work. But undoubtedly, be looking beyond that and looking mm. ahead, that uh, a lot of these tools that we, we're going to talk about uh, offer some real opportunities to allow you to work the way you want to work.
0: Yeah, I think so. And I mean, we talked about that's true of accounting. I think it's also very true of of telecoms in that, I mean, we moved over to a cloud-based tele- telephone system, very timely. In fact, I think it was December 1919 19- that we did it, so just before all of this kicked off. And it's the, the ability to manage stuff outside and work, to be not tied to the office anymore is, is very valuable. But the system we use, it gives you that ability to still have when you're in the office you've got your full sort of phone system but when you're out and about you can still use all features like answering the calls when they come in even if people ring the office out to extended things like web meetings and Chat on your website, and so there are lots of different aspects, marketing aspects that you can use. So we'll talk talk more in more detail about that later on. Uh, and as I say it's going to be a, a relatively short series, um, sort of three or four episodes, just talking about these tools. And yeah, hopefully you'll uh, you'll get some insights into to how we work, and maybe get some ideas as to how you can uh, use them in your own businesses. So. Unless you've got anything more to add at this point? I'm just going to say, I
1: think that also looking at, I think we want to look at them from, from a very practical viewpoint. Mm. So it's not just, oh, this is a really great tool, but actually how have they benefited us? I mean, yeah. you mentioned the, the accounting and uh, obviously we'll look at this in more, more detail um, in, a, in a future episode. But the, the switch from we were using Sage and we switched to Zero a number of years ago now, but that has saved me huge amounts of time in mm. terms of just doing the accounts, and in fact, even recently there've been new developments which are, is saving me even more time and mm. and streamlining the whole process and making what used to be a bit of a chore every now and again into something that, to be
0: honest, I don't. I, it gets done and I barely notice it, which is just fantastic. Mm. And I think the telephone system as well. It, it was always an option of having, you know, you were tied to the, your office with the desk phone, or you were on a mobile. Now that sort of uh, differentiation is blurred, and you can just basically take calls from wherever, wherever. And I think, but with
1: the the advantage that I mean, certainly with our system, that we can have people ringing the office number. So they're ringing a, a landline mm. number, which uh, I, I still think has a bit more gravitas than, mm. than just a mobile number, if, if unless you're just a contractor or what have you. But they can ring the, the landline number, and it automatically rings on a mobile. But as far as the uh, the person who's calling is concerned, they don't see, they don't know that it's a mobile number mm. they're calling. On. Yeah. Anyway.
0: Don't don't say too much because we won't have anything to talk about. No, we we,
1: we will. I, but I think that it's another example <laughs> yeah, of how a very is, specific benefit that you might not want to give your your mobile details to anybody yeah. and everybody.
0: Yeah. So as I say, I think there's hopefully over the next period is going to be some some interesting uh, discussions about these but I think for now a relatively short for once we might finally manage to keep it relatively short but we will sort of kick off uh, next next time and I think first of all we're going to be looking at the I think we're starting off with accounting actually so we'll be looking at zero and, and sort of cloud how we've used cloud accounting but that's next time in the meantime I suggest you go and subscribe to the podcast at podcast.bsamarketing.com so you don't miss anything or as always. Ways, there'll be a blog post accompanying each of the the episodes and you'll find those on our website at bsamarketing.com and you can catch up with us as well on social media particularly Twitter LinkedIn I think it's just Twitter and LinkedIn are predominantly the ones we use. So, yeah, you'll find us there um, at BSA Marketing. So, until then, we shall just say goodbye and, as usual, happy marketing. Yeah, so long as we don't
1: get washed away over the next couple of days. That's true. um, (laughs) Or blown away. But I I, I think um, I'm hopeful, yeah. Yeah.
0: If there's no episode here in a couple of weeks' time, you'll know that might happen. Stay safe. (laughs) All right, bye.